You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules information and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Whenever I chance to meet Some old friends on the street They wonder how does a man get to be this way I've always got a smiling face Anytime in any place And every time they ask me why I just smile and say You've got to kiss an angel good morning And let her know you think about her when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning And love her like the devil when you get back home People may try to guess The secret of a happiness But some of them never learn It's a simple thing The secret I'm speaking of Is a woman and a man in love And the answer is in this song That I always sing You've got to Kiss an angel good morning And let her know you think about her when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning And love her like the devil when you get back home Kiss an angel good morning And let her know you think about her when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning Love her like the devil when you get back home. North Country, WDGY. <laughs> that was Charlie Pride. Well, good morning, everybody. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI from the uh, Northern Command Studio here in Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower there in Queens, New York, fresh with his brand spanking new ball cap, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've had the week that you wanted to have. 
It's uh, it's a wonderful day here in the Big Apple. We are going to get desperately close to 60 degrees today and get hit with snow tomorrow. So we're we're looking at potentially a foot of snow on Wednesday. Boy, what a theater of seasons. That we had that here in Minnesota. Right. We've got two storms coming. So mm. anyway, uh, as John mentioned, if you're listening to us on the audio portion only, yes, I am wearing my my official RadioTFI.com Taxi Stand Hour baseball cap. Uh, John has not received this yet. It's in the mail, apparently stuck with the uh, with last year's Gilchrist <laughs> ceremonial sippy cup. Uh, thank you. That was just where I, I knew we were going to go there. I believe the problem is the post office just simply does not want to deliver it to John Shannon. That's my, that's I, my take I, on I, it. I think, well, you know... I'd understand. I understand if we had like a vicious dog in the yard or something to that effect. But, but then again, we do have Oliver. So I was gonna say he gets a little testy at times. You know, he, uh, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, that's him punching a wall right there at the end. You, you know, he's that's a, my baby. He's that a, is my baby. So <laughs> anyway, and again, we we trust everybody. Hats have gone out. To uh, uh, friends of the show that have helped us out here, you wanna, if you'd like a uh, Radio TFI Taxi Stand Hour baseball cap, why just go to radiotfi.com. All the details are there, including now pictures of the hats. So we're uh, we, we 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 want more voices. We'd love to have more voices on the show. Uh, just giving us helping us out with our station IDs, baseball caps are uh, are there for you, and T-shirts are coming soon too, John. What? Oh yeah. You didn't. Uh, well, you didn't. Uh, you didn't tell me about that. Holy! Who, who'd you run that by? After the holidays, we'll, we'll talk about it after oh. the holidays. Oh, good lord, Mike! We are the. We we just we we're fixing you up here. This 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 is great. All we want you, all we want you to do, is take twenty seconds and. Just tell the world who they're listening to, because after let's let's face it, you know, hey, after a while, people just get tired of listening to us. Con- con- or con- excuse me, especially if I can't say it consistently, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shilling the show here. So we we just love love a little bit of help there. By, and by and, all means. and most likely in the next week or so, we'll we'll be giving just giving them away. We'll we'll give them away, not to John because the, they'll never get there, but. I was going to say, you're going to find another way to send it. I think we'd probably get here quicker if you walked it to me. Seriously, though, Ed told me, Ed sent them from New York. He sent them to uh, to our buddy, Chris Murphy, who cut a uh, who uh, Cut some uh, cut ideas for us. for us. Some very good cut ones, too. Hold on. Let's... Yeah. Let, it could, uh, one of them went like this. I love this one. And now it's two guys who 100% support flag burning, especially if it's one of those Trump 2020 flags. It's John and Ed on the Taxi Stand Hour from Radio TFI. We love, we love that. Thank you, Chris. I, I love that one, but I also love the one where he threatens a little bit of physical violence. Uh Hi, this is Chris Murphy, and you found the Taxi Stand Hour. And if you're sitting in an Uber right now, get out of that Uber before it gouges your eyes out. This is Radio TFI. That's a pal. That's a pal. Exactly. Now, now, so it it's made it to Springfield, Illinois. The mm-hmm. cap. It has made it to South Florida. Our good pal Mike King, who, by the way, he got his three days ago. I haven't heard a peep out of him. He didn't know it was it was coming. 
I would have thought for sure I would have heard from him. So I'll have to touch base with him today. Uh, so let's see. We know one is on the way to somewhere else. I don't want to mention because it's a surprise and they don't know it's coming. John knows which uh-huh. one I'm talking about. And then, uh, yep. <laughs> and then <laughs> here's what we know. <laughs> we know our good pal in Australia. Hi, this is Athen. Uh, we've sent one to him for helping us out. We know for a fact it's made it to beyond Hong Kong. <laughs> I can't make it to Minnesota. <laughs> Who's going to call and raise some hell about this, by the way? Is it going to be you or is it going to be me? Not me. I don't care. I got mine. <laughs> okay. It's just, uh, but it's just the story of my life. It, it, really, it is the story of my life. I go, to, I go to Taco Bell yesterday and order two Burrito Supremes, and I get two bean and cheese burritos. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. By the way, John, back off your mic just a hair. Oh, okay. Just a hair. You're you're kind of uh, breaking up there. Okay. Good, good enough. Uh, yeah. Well, it hasn't been a good week for John Shannon, but but then again, no, here it hasn't. And, and it's gonna get worse this afternoon, starting at one o'clock. Uh, you know. Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk about that in the second we hour here, because I think I, I think I really got hosed on that one. If you, uh, I don't think you did at all. You, I I think I got hosed, well, but we'll, we'll talk about that we'll in hour just, number two. We will. So, so let's let's get things going, and uh, oh, by, by the way, tell the people how they can call us if they'd like to. Well, Ed says he has the phone phone line plugged in Ed, here. Ed He's lies. paid the phone bill, so uh, Ed, Ed lies. Feel free. <laughs> well, this is very true too. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Yes, if you're watching us on the uh, stream, yes, it's right there in big bold <laughs> letters and numbers. Yeah, I got a little cough myself, so don't feel bad. Well, I'm 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 coughing from laughing so much about the fact. <laughs> Hong Kong, no Minnesota. Yeah, that is that is that is a bitch, and they're gonna. It's gone. Li- hear it for me. It's gone literally, I mean, literally halfway around the globe, and mind you, all these were shipped at the same time, at the same time. Mm. And <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm gonna go postal, so to speak. Oh, look what he did there! Look what he did! He made it funny. He made it funny. Don't do it again. Uh, <laughs> here we go. From the Radio TFI Market Watch Center, it's your weekly stock update. This week, Uber closed at $52.63, down $2.23 from last week. Lyft, meanwhile, closed at $46.87, up $0.87 from last week. This has been your Radio TFI Stock Market Watch. Well, actually, so we're clawing back a little bit at uh, Uber. Yes, we are. Like, huh? Yeah, Uber's. Well, Uber announced uh, they're selling the uh, automated flying taxi nonsense. <laughs> <sighs> I, I, I just, I don't even have it in me to billions and billions and billions of dollars. Literally pissed away. Literally pissed away. Well, nobody, nobody in that uh, place worked hard to get that money. Everybody's got the. Uh, 
Yeah, they've got all that investor money now. They they did they did all this just to try to attract investors, and they got their investors. They got their money. The the pair the uh, pyramid scheme is working just fine. So now they can start selling off some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's all it's all it's all coming up roses there for uh, for Dara the K. Yeah, it is. It it is. Uh, now, now, John's got some things that he wants to, some tops he wants to hit. But before we get there, I just want to hit on a couple of current event issues here. Uh, Good idea. So, so we had this uh, stop the steal thing in D.C. yesterday. Everybody that wants the firmly believes the election is phony or it didn't happen or God only depends on who you talk to. Some of them say counts, others say don't count. Uh, and then you've got the nonsense of of a hundred and was it now a hundred and twenty some odd Republicans from Congress getting involved in this lawsuit. Twenty or hundred and two. Well, it was one hundred and six Congress people, but the total number is one twenty. One hundred twenty something people signed it. Republicans. This uh, okay. this amicus brief uh, from the state of Texas suing. Pennsylvania and and the other seventeen states that joined Texas. First off, Texas, what would you do? How would you react, Ken Paxton, who's got his own problems? Let's you know, the Attorney General of Texas, he's got his own uh, situation. This is clearly just him sucking up for a pardon from Trump. Uh, but but what do you think would would occur if if the state of uh, oh I don't know California said, hey Texas. We're going to tell you how to do things. How do you think that would stand? How do you think that would hold up? No state wants another state telling it how to operate. Pennsylvania did their elections. That's it. It's over. It's done. And all these lawsuits have been thrown out. The Supreme Court, even though Trump put three of them on, has said, go away. This is all nonsense. There was, people are misconstruing uh, this Texas thing. It went to the Supreme Court, and they voted against the, even looking at it seven to two. the The two justices that voted said uh, that voted in, in the minority said, uh, "Yeah, we'd look at it. We weren't going to do anything, but we'd like to see, you know, the complaint. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, we 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 wouldn't we wouldn't hear the case. So I, I mean, they've been laughed out of court in almost every state and in, in every state they filed in. So." <clears throat> Getting to that, uh, in one of your former home, hometowns, one of the many cities John Shannon has been asked to uh, take his things and leave, uh, from Orlando, Florida, the Orlando Sentinel uh, wrote this yesterday in their editorial page, or Friday, we apologize to our readers for endorsing Michael Waltz in the 2020 general election for Congress. By the way, he won the election. Uh, he, he was elected to Congress. We had no idea, had no way of knowing at the time, that Waltz was not committed to democracy. During our endorsement interview with the incumbent congressman, we didn't think to ask, quote, would you support an effort to throw out the votes of tens of millions of Americans in four states in order to overturn a presidential election and hand it to the person who lost, Donald Trump? End quote. Our bad. (laughs) It it went on longer, but uh, that was... Mm. So and and they're not matter of fact uh, too late for press here. There's another newspaper did the same thing. Uh, I, I I can't find it right now. Uh, 
I saw it late last night. So, uh, finally, the media is growing a spine. Uh, Don Winslow on Twitter, and we'll, we'll, we'll give him a little... Now what do we do about the 100-plus Republican congressmen who signed their names to this crap? They just get a pass? We just move on? How about accountability? How about consequences? You know, and uh, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. This, uh, this has got to stop. Uh, so yesterday at the Stop the Steal silliness in D.C. Oh, by the way, and again, too late for press, I saw... Uh, news footage today of a couple walking along minding their own business in dc who got attacked by the proud boys uh and it, it's just and random people from the proud boys just came over and started beating up on these people with no provocation uh, down, uh it's just this is all trump's doing now i'm just gonna how do, they, how do we know how, how did the how did the proud boys know to pick out these two people were they they weren't they weren't they weren't proud boys they weren't one of them i suppose they were literally i don't i honestly i don't have that part of the story but it's just a couple bopping down the street uh every time they're trying to get away while the proud the proud boys are yelling at them go away get out of here and the woman keeps saying we're trying you won't let us they pull them down on the ground, kick them. Be- oh, it's just. So anyway, um, at this at this steel stop the steel thing yesterday, uh, Nick Fuentes, whatever the hell he is, big big mouth, big mouth. Uh, I can honestly say it's something I agree with. Uh, let, let's hear what he had to say. And the first million MAGA marks, we promised that if the GOP would not do everything in their power to keep Trump in office then we would destroy the GOP. And as we gather here in Washington, D.C. for a second million MAGA march, we're done making promises. It has to happen now. We are going to destroy the GOP. Add a coke. Add a coke. Let's go. Destroy the GOP. Destroy the GOP. Destroy the GOP. Now, mind you, he's speaking to 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 a group of maggots with the red hats and everything. The key words there are destroy the GOP, and uh, essentially at the end saying, "Well, we don't want to vote for those uh, Republicans in Georgia." Absolutely, right in Trump's name, I say. They 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 don't know who they are or what they're going in. It's just and the violence, the the rhetoric. It. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. the, the second and only other piece of vi- audio I have. And by the way, both of these videos are available at RadioTFI.com, where you can also find the hat. Well, before you before you spin into that, okay. Uh, I just wanted to point out that, you know, Trump's, you, you can't have it, you can't have it both ways. You know, Trump is still, you know, says he's firmly in charge. This is his Republican Party. 
and whatnot. But all of a sudden, now your minions are out there calling, they're chanting, destroy the GOP. Mm-hmm. Far as concerned, he's already destroyed the GOP. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, and then you got people like uh, like uh, Alan West there, the former uh, uh, the former lieutenant, believe lieutenant colonel, if I'm not mistaken, who uh, was a, uh, a Florida congressman. For oh, a, he's a he's a real piece of work, this guy. Mm-hmm. And he's ca- he's calling for uh, a union of law abiding states. So here's a man who served his country. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what his service record. I can only assume that it was exemplary. But now he's calling for secession. That's something else I wanted to talk. About. First off, just because a a state in the electoral college goes blue or red, it doesn't mean there aren't people voting the other way. It doesn't. You know, most in many many states, it's almost a dead heat. So you're saying mm-hmm. just because half the and just because one person in a state uh, votes, you know, the red and blue state thing is nonsense. Oh, first off, seceding is not as easy as it sounds. Second off, it's secede with, it's spelled S-E, not S-U-C-C-E-E-D or S-U-C-E-E-D. It's not succeed, mm-hmm. it's secede, S-E. All right, let's get that straight. Well, maybe they want to succeed. <laughs> Look, this whole secession thing. <coughs> wow. I think I think Ed just found a hairball and all that. Yeah, he's he's. Okay, well, I'll, I'll address this here real quick. I'm not watching the screen. I was looking at this story. But now, here's what you, you've got. You've got people that you're not, you're not getting things going your way. So now we're going to pick up our toys and we want to we go one place where we're all alike, where we're all the same type of people. You know, That's right. I hate to tell you, I hate to tell you this, but I'm to the point where my feeling is don't let the door hit you in the ass. Go find yourself, you know, go take over Alaska. You know, I, I understand why that me- uh, Sarah up- Palin will, will welcome you with open arms up there. Why mess, it, why, why mess up Alaska for the good folks up there? Well, I, I, I do understand that, but uh, by the know, way, they still, they still elected Sarah Palin up there. So, uh, yeah, but there's only eight people, so. Well, uh, by the there, way, but, there lies the problem. By the way, for those of you burning up the phone lines, wondering how I am, I'm fine. Uh, as uh, the last very bit of a tic tac that decided to venture off on its own, it ticked instead of tacked. Is what exactly. exactly. To say. That's exactly what happened. Precisely, young man. Uh, but getting back to the <laughs> secession thing, you know. So what these people are calling for is for states to fight each other. Let's see, has that ever happened before and how did that turn out? Just sit down and just just sit down and shut up. Your boy lost. That's it. Okay. You're gonna have to go back to to put your racist nonsense back under the rocks you were in under four or five years ago. And uh uh speaking speaking of uh nothing in particular. 
I want to get this last piece of audio out. So at this stop the steal thing, the uh, disgraced former general Michael Flynn, the admitted two-time liar and uh, all-around uh, no-goodnik who got pardoned, he's up speaking, and his sister Mary was up there with him. And somehow they concocted the idea, well, let's have Mary sing. And they were trying to figure out a song. And Mary came up with, oh, let's sing God Bless Something. I want you to sing a song. I don't know what song to sing. God Bless America, I don't know what song you know. Let's sing a song. Michael, General Flynn wants to sing a song. Let's sing God Bless America. God bless America, land where I She doesn't know the words. Well, first <laughs> off, she sounded like, oh, what the hell is her name now? Kate, uh, oh, I'm trying to, uh, who sang God bless America, who sings God bless America, well, Kate, Kate. sang. Kate and recorded. Kate Smith. Kate Smith. Says it started out sounding like that. It yeah. doesn't know the words to God Bless America. God you could tell them to say God Bless America and they know the damn words. Well, at least they know the first couple of lines. I mean yeah. the line she got stumped on is land that I love. That's that's like the most important, you know. Look, I don't claim to be able to sing the whole thing flawlessly. But then again, I'm not standing up in, in, in front of a crowd of rabbit newits. And don't get past six words. God bless America. God land bless four words. America. Land that I love. I love. Stand beside her and guide her. Go, John. Through the night with the light from above, from the mountains to the prairie, to the ocean, white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet home. God bless America, my home. <coughs> Sweet home. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above from the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam god bless america my home sweet home and that's as far as she had to get so anyway uh, from uh, my goodness, a quick trip to the vault. Well, I hey, I, you did a hell of a job there. Yeah. 
I was actually surprised, though, I was able to get through that, to be you, honest you with did, you. You did, you did very well. You're, uh, we're going to allow you to stay in the good part of the country. Well, uh, I, I, I sure appreciate that. A uh, couple I, things real quick on the, uh, on the board here. Shaletta, our darling Shaletta, is actually listening. Hi, Shaletta. My two favorite guys. I'm making breakfast for the kids and listening. Have a great show. Well, wait a minute. I appreciate the fact that she's making breakfast for her kids. <clears throat> wait a minute. Breakfast? Where, where do... Where, what about us? What? Wait, what? No. What? What are you making? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's good. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm positive it's good. She doesn't live that far away from me. Hey, hey, hey. I like my eggs scrambled. Uh, some bacon. Not too crispy, but not... Not that, you know, where you got to bite and pull it. Just so, so it breaks hard enough. White toast, lightly toasted. Nice melted butter. And uh, mm -hmm. a couple of three scrambled eggs. Uh, OJ, I don't drink coffee. Our friend Edward says the GOP has been going downhill for some time now. Trump isn't the cause, but he is a symptom of their degradation. Oh, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Uh, but wait a minute. Back to my breakfast order. I can, I can smell it cooking from here. Come on, Shaletta. Oh, goodness. goodness. Man, man up. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. I got a, I got a couple bit more, a couple more things I want to read here. And then uh, I'll be done. So Mindy Fisher on the Twitter wrote this. Okay, Republicans, you want to talk about the election being rigged? Okay, let's talk about it. You gerrymandered all the red states. You suppressed the vote, you closed polling places, you removed drop boxes, you vilified mail-in voting, you effed with the Postal Service. And you know what? You still lost. So, we'll give her a nice little tweet there. I got something about sedition, but we're going to wait. John, let, let, let's get to where you want to be now. Uh, John's microphone is muted right now. And uh, he's feeling very I, bad about himself. Well, you know, I had to take that big swig of water. You I know, get you that. say that kind of bugs you a little bit when I do that because I don't drink quietly. No, you don't. Well, it's not you so much; it's your ice. Sounds like a drum beat, actually. Now, no, it sounds nothing like a drum beat. <laughs> How's that breakfast coming along, Shalata? Anyways, listen. So I was stumbling through my uh, my Facebook yesterday, and Shaletta come up with a post that was from a, a news story. Uh, I believe it came from Houston. Actually, it came from NPR. Excuse me. And the question is: Is why do so many places in Texas have the word Negro in their name, despite a law against it? So I had, I was, I was, this had me a little curious my, uh, myself here because yeah, I spent a little bit of time in Texas. I understand Shaletta also uh, is, if I'm not mistaken, I believe she's from the Houston area. I know she's worked in the Houston area. I don't know if, uh, if that was a just passing through or if she's actually lived there for a while. Shaletta, if you're <coughs> still listening or, uh, get a hold of us and and, uh, 
and uh, confirm that one way or another, if you don't mind. By the way, uh, yeah. by the way, I understand people from Houston or that have lived in Houston. When they mention breakfast, they cook for everybody. Just saying. Well, just saying. Get over it, Ed. Remember that that, that lack of mail service works both ways. It probably oh. would take about two two weeks oh. to get to uh, get back to uh, you from uh, Minnesota. I'm so. sure. I'm sure it'd be well worth it, though. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. Moving on. I suppose in 1991, Texas passed a law to remove the word Negro from its place names. And when they say place names, they're talking about uh, uh, creeks, valleys, uh, lakes, and the like. Uh, But today, two dozen geographic places in the state uh, still have the, the word in their names. And that uh, is, I under, or as, as it says here in the story, is because the federal government has blocked the name changes. Uh, in almost 30 years, only one of the places mentioned in the bill has been renamed. And the most vocal advocates of this law weren't aware the changes had never been made up until uh, NPR contacted them earlier in the year. So... We've got uh, quite a few of them here. I mean, some of them uh, across the state, Negro Bend, Negro Hollow, Negro Head Bluff. There there was one in this uh, one that was, uh, uh, but then the argument is, is that you're using the word Negro, which is, which is uh, offensive. And I understand that that word is offensive. Um it was, I felt odd saying the word Negro back when I was a kid for crying out loud. Uh, so I understand where the, I understand where it can be, uh, it can be taken as being offensive. But I also, and, and there was one in here, I, I, I lost the, the place in the story for this. There was definitely one in here that was uh, definitely offensive, and that was, uh, uh, I think it was called Dead Negro Bend. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's a... I, I, because, that, that sounds to me like one that they pretty much hit the nail on the head on what their intention was at the time. Yeah, it's yeah, just... Uh, no ambiguity on that one. But here's, here's the thing with a lot of... The, of uh, these other ones you have to understand and my only point with this is that the word as as we all know anybody that's taken second grade history uh knows that texas was once actually it was tejas it tejas. was part of mexico and a lot of i am pretty sure without without proof i'm not i don't have anything here to but this is again my gut talking to me that at some point in time and a lot of these things were probably named back in those days when Texas was uh, was part of Mexico where it, where um, Negro actually it's pronounced Negro and it is part it, it is indeed the Spanish word for black so I can understand. No, ne- negro or, is not the Spanish word for black. Huh? 
Necron with an N at the end. Well, no, that's... Uh, if you do the Google on it... <clears throat> um, like, okay, I'll, I'll go just... Uh, okay, you're right. I take it back. Okay, thank, thank you. Just that quick. It takes a good man to admit they're, they're wrong. It's cause I, I wind up having to... I'm sorry, what? No, nothing. I was just going to say something stupid. Thanks for stopping well, me. I'm glad, I'm glad I stopped you. Thank you very much. <clears throat> so when you're talking about uh, Negro Hollow, uh, Negro Head Bluff, you know, you could very well. Now I don't know what the what they were plant what they were doing when the when this was uh, uh, when these geographical places were named. I don't know what they had in mind, but it could be just simply that they were worried that they were referring to the name black to the word black. Yeah, no, it's probably to the to the to the word black. Uh, Black Hollow, Blackhead Bluff. Um, so you could make the argument, okay, then why don't you just call these places Blackhead Bluff, Black uh, Black Hollow? I don't think, I don't know, I don't, but I don't think that these places were named specifically to be to be derogatory to any group of people, African Americans, uh, with with this, I, I don't, <clears throat> I just, I don't see it. Ha I don't see it that that's possible. Now, like I said, that one, uh, that uh, dead, uh, dead Negro. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of uh, that one. Maybe. Yeah, I and I, I. There's no excuse for that. If if that's where <clears throat> they were going, there's no no excuse for that, and that should be absolutely should be changed I don't know as far as the other ones if if we're going to get into uh change into changing ge uh, names uh geograph for for geographic places I I don't uh, but having said that maybe maybe there is maybe there is a cause for it because it isn't mm. just uh, it isn't just <clears throat> narrow excuse me there are references in Texas also uh, derogatory that uh, could be considered derogatory towards Asians. Uh, I where did I see there was another uh, there was another uh, group as well. Oh, Native Americans. There's uh, the reference to the, they use the word squaw. Uh, eight hundred places, yeah, eight hundred places with the name squaw and dozens with Asian uh, references. What are some of the uh, Asian references? Uh, you know what? It does not. The story does not say. Although, um, I mean, there is a there is a present there is a precedent for changing these. According to the story, the board changed all mentions of the N word in geographic names uh, to uh, to Negro or Negro back in 1963, and substituted Japanese for the racial slur. Jap in 1974. Well, that's that was a whole. Jap is well, anyway. Uh, yeah. it, it's interesting that I'm sitting here listening to you, and and a lot of it makes sense. And keep in mind, a lot of these places got their names hundreds and hundreds of years ago when 
different culture, different way of thinking. Uh, but wouldn't it be a hoot and a holler for us to, you know, to hear from somebody from Texas or the state of Texas tell us, well, don't you worry about how we handle our business in Texas. To which I say, well, don't you worry about handle how they handle their business in Pennsylvania. It's yeah, just, very, very true. That's just connecting the uh, two. See what I did there? I, I see what you did. <laughs> I, I, do, I, I definitely. Where's my cookie? Uh, definitely, exactly. Where's my cookie? Hey, listen, weigh in on this if you uh, if you want here. 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. I don't claim to have the answer on this, but, but when um, when I was, I remember when I was a kid, um, at, at a young kid too, I'm talking, you know, this is before my parents passed away, that um, neg- the word Negro was widely, was, was acceptable vernacular if you will. I remember it being used on the, uh, used in the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, accept- so, hold on, John. Hey, it, was, it was acceptable by Walter the white Cronkite. folks. Yeah. Walter Cronkite used it. So if Walter Cronkite used it, you know, yeah, it, but it, it was acceptable by white people. Well, this is, this, you're, you're let's, right. I, I'm getting to it. I'm, getting- I'm sucking around trying to get my breakfast here. So, you know, let's, let's not anger. Shaletta. Shalata, bring me over some bacon there, if you would, but if you would please, because I want to eat it right in front of this guy. We'll give you a hat. Right in front of this guy. Oh, Edward just brought up something too. Uh, Negro College Fund. I think it's actually called the United Negro College Fund, if I'm not mistaken. Is that still? Do they still use that? Is that still in existence? Well, let's ask our best friend in the world. Uh, United. I, I I don't know. I that, that's a very good point, Edward. Uh, yeah, and would it? I would think that yep. it would be easy. Uh, yes, they do. They still use that. They still use the term. Yes, they do. So then you then you have to bring yourself to ask. Well, when is it? When it is it? When is it acceptable? And when isn't it acceptable? You know, you know what's acceptable and not acceptable. Just refer to people as people. You know, you've. Boy, I tell you, there, there's a, there's, there's something um, in, to be said about that too. We have, we have a gazillion adject, uh, adjectives on this planet. Descriptives. Uh, right. I don't have to say the black guy over there when I can just say the tall guy over there. The guy in the blue shirt. The uh, the woman with the delicious breakfast coming this way. <laughs> Please. And, uh, I mean, that's something that that bothers me occasionally because I still hear people say, oh, he's it's the black guy. Oh, I couldn't just say the guy in the brown jacket. Or the blue hat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or or the girl over there with that beautiful uh, taxi stand hour ball cap that she got in the mail in in Australia that can't find its way to Minnesota. But I digress. (laughs) 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. 
I think that it would be simple enough. It would be a simple enough thing to change. I know here in Minnesota, uh, we had an issue with um, a lake that we used to be called Lake Calhoun. Now, Calhoun, I'm not knowing the history behind this guy, but let's just, uh, I, I believe it has a lot to do with uh, how he treated uh, Native Americans back, uh, you know, now granted, now granted, nobody back in the day, nobody treated uh, uh, Native Americans well. But well, there had to have been something that was uh, rather uh, egregious in, in this, uh, in that particular situation. They renamed the lake. They, uh, they renamed the lake, I believe, to its original Native uh, name, which was but I help, I'm going to try to kill this, but I believe it's called Bidet Makaska, if I'm not mistaken. And, and, and the only reason I know I could never read it or come from it from reading it, it would have to <laughs> be that, I, that I've heard it a time or two. So, yeah, they there is precedent for renaming. Um, of course there is. Renaming uh, ge- uh, geographical places that. Uh, Culture changes. Uh, a societal okay. norm, societal norms evolve sometimes for the better, sometimes not, but things change. And what was appropriate or acceptable, perhaps not appropriate, but acceptable, forty, fifty mm-hmm. years ago, is is no longer. And I go, I refer back to the to the point I made just a, a few moments ago, uh, just before I begged and begged for breakfast again. I am this close to groveling, by the way. Uh, he's drooling. I, you, I don't know if you can see it in the video feed, but he is actually drooling. It's not pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> unbecoming. Here. You know that 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 straight tic tac is really doing a job on me here. Excuse me. But uh, I guess my point in this story from NPR is that not that things shouldn't be changed. Because there's always room for change. We've been evolving for, you know, we've. It seems to me like we've been evolving more rapidly here in the last uh, fifty years than maybe than we have in in past time. Communication speeds. Well, there you go. Very good. Thank you. Now, where's my cookie? Where's your bacon? Yeah, I know. No, no cookie. I get a cookie from you. Well, we'll see if I get, I'll tell you what, you get your cookie when I get my hat. Damn. <laughs> that may never so, happen. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you ain't never lied there. Um, No, I just think that there's no reason why these landmark names could be, couldn't be changed uh, in Texas. Um, but don't don't expect miracles out of that. Texans are Texans are Texans. And Shaletta, if you uh, having having lived in Texas, you probably know better than anybody. There are some there are some strange cookies there. We have we've we've dealt with a couple of them uh, here in this uh, on this very show on, on different uh, occasions. So, yeah, 
Um, I don't think there's a reason why it couldn't change, but yeah, don't, ex don't expect miracles. And please understand that at least I think that not all the name references were done uh, specifically to be offensive, uh, if you will, there. So Ooh, I think I'm going to take a breath. Are you now? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think I am. And that was John. Uh, I do have I do have one other thing, but now I'm wondering if I should hold on. I think we can get this through uh, through to the top of the hour. Do you have anything else? Uh, I can. Uh, Ed, uh, I'm, I'm Ed. Huh? I'm Ed. You, what did I say? You were struggling for my name. I wasn't struggling for your name. Oh, where do you hear the tape? Oh, okay. Well, we'll see. Oh, we will. We will see. We will we'll see. We will. Good Lord. Yes. So he's right in the corner. He's right in the corner. So I want you to Gil, give a, give a listen. John's talking about you. I want you to give, give a listen to this real quick. This was something that last week I did my best to stumble through and read. And I was debating on whether or not I was going to, uh, play the recording of me reading it or just go through and let my new designated reader uh, take over. Oh, uh, but anyway, so give this a listen and, um, and I'll have a little bit on this on the other end. This, I was trying to, to compare the support that Donald Trump has quite frankly, to people who supported Adolf Hitler uh, back when in in his rise to power, so let me get through. Let me get through this as best as I can. Okay, the key reason uh, the question was, by the way, why support Hitler? The key reason to support Hitler and the Nazi regime was Hitler himself, aided greatly by a by propaganda genius Goebbels. Hitler was able to present an image of himself as a superhuman, even godlike figure. Sound familiar? He wasn't portrayed as a politician, as Germany had enough of them. Instead, he was seen as above politics. He was all things to a lot of people, although a set of minorities soon found that Hitler, beyond not caring about their sport, wanted to persecute, even eliminate them instead. And by changing his message to suit different audiences, but stressing himself as a leader at the top, began to bind the support of uh De uh, des excuse me, disparate groups uh, together, including enough rule modify. Uh, excuse me, enough rule to modify and then doom Germany. Hitler wasn't seen as a socialist, a monarchist, a democrat like many of his rivals. Instead, he was portrayed as being Germany itself, the one man who would cut across many sources of anger and discontent in Germany. To cure and cure them all, uh, it wasn't seen as a he wasn't seen as a power hungry racist, but someone who was putting Germany and Germans first. Indeed, Hitler managed to look like someone who would unite Germany rather than push it to its extremes. He was praised for stopping a left wing revolution by crushing socialists and communists first in street fights and, and elections, then by putting them in camps. And praised again after the night of long knives for stopping 
his own right and some left-wingers from starting their own res- revolution. Something sound eerily familiar about any of that? So yeah, that's that's what that's when the end of the show uh, uh, came up. So yeah, I'll ask anything uh, sound familiar about that, Ed? Why I don't know where you're going with that, John. I just don't. Of course. Just, well, just listening to what to the, just listening to the words in general. Of course. This this does. It sounds exactly had had he not been stopped, had Trump not been stopped here. This, God knows what we'd have been dealing with uh, four years from now. Four years from now? Four years from now? Are you kidding me? I mean, I've made that joke. I've made this joke for about five years now, but it would have come come to fruition. I would just hope for a bunk with a win, uh, next to a window when they send me off to the re-education camp. Yeah. Anyway. Anybody who doesn't think we were we were headed for a dictatorship, or we still are, is simply not paying attention. And uh, I'd like you to pay attention, because I don't want a dictatorship. If I'm not in charge, I see the appeal of being a dictator. I would, personally, I'm all for it for me, but I don't want anybody else to be a dictator. It's, this has been an open secret since since Trump was inaugurated. He, uh, virtually every move he's made has been in some way, shape, or form towards just just, just wrecking things. Just wrecking things. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's... Uh, but you can see these similarities. I mean, it, it almost looked like he was reading right from Hitler's playbook in, in some instances. You know, crushing the socialists, crushing the communists. You know, you can, you can, and you can make whatever comparisons you want to uh, from back in that era to what we're uh, what we're dealing with right now. And I'm just glad because if he would have had another four years. I guarantee you, his political his political opponents, he would have found a way. People can, you know, people can disappear. Oh, and people have disappeared. And I just, I, I can't help but think that had he had a chance, he would have, uh, he would have led us down this road. And thank goodness. Uh, uh, thank goodness we got we were able people stood up I don't care what reason you want to use as far as um, as far as why uh, or how we or how the Democrats and how uh, Democrats didn't win Joe Biden and, and uh, Kamala Harris won this actually Democrats in general lost seats yes you know people what and what that tells me is that people uh, in general people were tired of Trump yes they, they didn't want to people didn't want to deal with some things that um, you know they didn't they don't want socialism you know we're, we don't we don't want to go down that road we don't want to defund uh we don't want to defund the police departments. So nobody wants to go down that road necessarily, but they do 
they they do want to get rid of Trump for whatever reason. Maybe they saw the same thing I saw. There could have been other reasons. But um, the fact of the matter, and, and, this, and what's scary about that is, is Trump in his own right got a record number of voters, if I'm not mistaken. Did he not? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. You know, so it was it's scary times and the people who are uh, the people that are out there the maggots that are out there waving their flags and, and what have you all I can hope is is that things start going well enough in this country we get this damn virus behind us you know that's one thing with everything else that's going on we didn't get a chance to just be thankful that the vaccinations are starting to yes uh, yes so what I I just I just am, am, am thankful just so thankful that he was voted out because you you might you, people laugh they saw the, they saw that one meme where they saw you know Trump 2024 20, uh, 2028 2032 you don't think for a minute as long as uh as he was able to draw a breath that he wouldn't have tried to find some way to stay in power beyond... Uh, well, he's doing it uh, now. He's doing it right well, now. Had he won the election. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, he wouldn't have... Had he won in four years, he would have pulled the same thing. Only the difference would have been, well, let's get rid of this term limit thing. And he would have had the oh, back... Yeah, the next thing. Right, and he would have figured out a way to do it... Uh, with with uh, Mitch the bitch and uh, Miss Lindsay and and the whole cast of characters, but you're right. It does prove. Look, all the uh, Democrats lost seats, which meant Republicans. Republicans voted Trump out. They were fine with the rest of the ticket. And keep in mind, if you want to throw out all of Pennsylvania's votes, that's fine. You got to throw out every Republican vote on the on the down ticket. You just don't take the top of the ticket. Top of the ballot, you take the entire ballot. So let's go through. Let's, let's, let's. And there's also percentages as well. You know what? So what? You want to go and and remove uh, all the votes from four states? That's fine. The percentages remain the same. Biden still wins. You've got to get half plus one. A simple majority. That's all. Trump still loses. Mm -hmm. Any way you cut it. So, uh. Exactly. That's that's right, Oliver. That's and, right. And that that is our cheering section. The that's, boss. That's our editorial. Oliver, boss baby. <laughs> that that that's our thirty second warning into the uh, into the break. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you. So I do want to thank those who hung out. I think I think uh, Shaletta is probably gone now to. Uh, to actually feeding the kids after cooking their breakfast. It's not fed. But I know we. Oh my goodness. That's okay. The, I listen. You you're you're in bum. Fuck you know where. Hey, watch your mouth, please. Language. Seriously, John. Language. <laughs> oh, good lord! You haven't got on me on my language, and I, and you know that that wasn't an attempt. That wasn't one of those. Hey, here's I can I can swear. No, this just that just came out naturally. I'm less than I am less than ten miles as the crow flies away from Shaletta. 
10 miles. Where is my breakfast? We'll see you on the other side. John and Ed versus the spread. Repeat it again. Who found the taxi stand hour? The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. There's a Santa who looks a lot like Elvis, the king of rock and roll. Take a look at the double chin, he's weighing about 310. With golden chains and sequin belt below There's a Santa who looks a lot like Elvis Down at the Kmart store But the scariest sight to see Is that jolly VIP In a pompadour A pair of blue suede boots And a beard with black roots And a face you knew way back when a drawlin' is talkin' a swagger and walk and the hips that wiggled back then. My mom and dad can barely wait to see the king again. He's a Santa who sounds a lot like Elvis with every ho ho ho. There's that faint peanut butter smell whenever he says Noel. Those lips are always twitching to and fro. There's a Santa who looks a lot like Elvis Soon the band will start And the thing that would pleasure Bing Is a carol by the king Right here in Kmart You ain't nothing but a reindeer Flying all the time You ain't nothing but a reindeer Flying all the time From uh, two to four, if you want to feed the reindeer, just leave my peanut butter and sandwich. They'll eat it later. He's the Santa who looks a lot like Elvis. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Signs you can't ignore. Well, I'll help on a few pounds. It's the wackiest sight to see. Buddy Holly's on his knee. Oh, you're a skinny little fella, aren't you? And I'm almost sure. Sure, it's Elvis once more.
beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above from the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam God bless America my home sweet home God bless America my home sweet So I guess that's my cue. Well, well, welcome back. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Once again, from the Radio TFI Northern Command Center, I'm John Shannon. And over there, pissed off at me, I apologize. Nature called. Baloney. Well, no, it actually was White Castles from last night, but if you needed to know. <laughs> it's Mr. Ed Van Ness once again. Good morning, sir. My apologies. No, we're, we're, we're going to have a serious talk about this uh, when we get off the air. Ooh. Damn. Yes, damn. Yes, damn. Damn. You should be ashamed of yourself, sir. You consider yourself a radio guy, and yet you consistently blow off the, uh, you're late. You're late to come back on the air every week. Every week. And, and you know what? You covered it nicely. You did a good job. That, 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 that was. Uh... That's irrelevant. We know I'm going to do my job. We know that. Oh, good. Things Lord. are going to be covered. No wonder Good. we, no wonder uh, Shaletta won't deliver breakfast. I'm sorry, oh, not not deliver, make us breakfast. You're uh, you're a mean one, Mister Shannon. That's well, you know, I, I, there is that. Stink, stink, stunk. Thank you. Exactly. You rat son of a. Okay, well, what do you say? Seeing as how. Uh, You've thoroughly dressed me down here. What? Oh, oh, now, now you want to be involved in how the show runs? Is that what I'm understanding here? Well, I mean, what do, what do we do at this point in time? Well, normally we chit-chat, but you decided to run late again this morning. How late was I, by the way? Just out of curiosity, how late? A uh, minute, minute and a half. Was I? Yeah. From now on, I'm not even going to tell you how long we have on the break. Well, probably a good idea. You just presume we're coming back right after Dr. Medley, Professor Medley. You just presume that. Okay. Okay. And next week, next week, for the big Christmas spectacular. You didn't know we were having a Christmas spectacular, did you? I know. I sure as hell didn't. That's okay. I just made it up, so. Good. Before we go anywhere, 
and do anything. We must make a change. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Good Lord. <clears throat> I'm going to be so disappointed. But yeah, let's get into this because I do want to. I do want to talk about this. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Just, just patience now. You're late showing up, so now you, you... patience, patience. You're 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 preaching patience to me. I, I indeed I am, sir. Indeed I am. Jesus. So now we're gonna see. Now you've got me all all messed up here, and I don't. Uh, I don't know what I want to do here. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I can help you with that one, sir. I'm uh, I'm not I sure. That, I'm not sure that you want to. Uh, that's not what I wanted to happen. That's what I wanted to happen. So, well, so are you? Should I go into battling, or should are you ready? Um, just don't you worry about what I'm doing. You can babble if you like. Okay, I'm at five four. Well, now, Ben, now I start talking, and here comes the music. Okay. It's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, Delay of Games, Shannon, and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup when not responsible for mailing or hats. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two or three point conversion if you have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 another... Uh... Let, let's start off with... Actually, what I want to start off with, if I can find it, and I just have my, my grubby little hands on it. There it is. Just an update on my personal picks for the year. I have... Uh, I am currently at 109 wins and 84 losses. And pretty good. Uh, it, it is pretty good. It is pretty good. And it's... Uh, 128 is break-even. If I hit 120... Actually, 129. 129 wins... And I'm guaranteed a successful, a winning season. So I've got four more weeks. Is it four? Yeah, four more weeks to pick up 20 wins. Um, it's been. Well, gee, let let's look at where we are, where we stand right now. John is currently the score is currently John Shannon 20. Your old your old uncle Ed 23. So we've got a nice little cushion here. Uh, this week. Three points. What? That's a nice little cushion. Yeah. Let's look at last week, shall we? Last week. Oh, my God. What happened to John? John, you want to talk a little bit about last week? I'm looking at the scoreboard here, and I'm thinking, okay, I got one point. You got one point. Yeah, but you're the one who's woefully behind. You gain no ground. Yeah, and? And? I'm not panicking. You should be. You should I be. We're, I'm panicking. We're coming not in. Panicking. So we each picked up a point last week. I, uh, 
the the New York Jets stumped me last week. They actually made it a game against against the Raiders. Uh, I thought eight points was solid. <laughs> I thought that was a guaranteed. The Giants, on the other hand, did the right thing. They won outright. Uh, and I got to tell you, I never would have expected this New England Patriot team to blow out the Chargers at 45 nothing. If Brady and Gronk was still there and the guys they had some years ago, Wes Welker and all those, absolutely, that would have made much more sense. Uh, and, John, you just got it left, right, and center. Even my, my, yeah. dol- my Dolphins couldn't help you out last week. Oh, wait a minute. They did help you out last week. I'm sorry. Dolphins are the only way yeah, I was going to say. That's right. The only, the Dolphins are the only ones that did me any favor. It, it was the Saints. You would have lost that game anyway, by the way, the Saints game. I think I think mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the, the real line was minus six. So you weren't going to win that game one way or the other. So Atlanta finally decided to show up. Exactly, exactly. That's uh, man, that was horrible. And and you stayed in the, in the division, and it just it didn't work well for you. All right, let's go. Let's go to this week's big picks. It's uh, we got a big week. We got a bonus pick this week, which we're going to talk about last. Okay. And actually, we we actually have another pick in common, which we'll get to next to last. So let's start with Mr. Shannon. John, let's start with your first pick with uh, your home team, A. Well, those Minnesota Vikings are going down to Tampa Bay to face the, uh, the uh, where they can get corn for a dollar an ear. And... Uh... <laughs> you know, I, I asked one of, the, one of the Tampa football players once. I said, hey, where's your buccaneer? He said, it's under my bucking hat. We should we should really not we should probably avoid comedy as much as possible here. It's all I got. It's all I got. Anyways, the uh, the uh, Buccaneers are six and a half point favorites against the Vikings. I am going to take the Vikings. Yeah, you are. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings, and I'm going to get six and a half points. Good for you. Uh, my first pick of the week is the the Indianapolis Colts. Go to visit the Raiders. Now, I don't know why. I've had this fascination with the Raiders the past couple of years. You've got a man crush on I, the Raiders. I do. I do. And uh, Raiders are getting three at home. And they haven't played horrible. They're, they're in the playoff hunt. So, I think getting three points at home, I'm good with that. So, I'm taking the Raiders. Getting three points. John? Well, the... Uh... Green Bay Packers are visiting the Motor City Kitties, where the Packers uh, are eight and a half point favorites. Dang. I, I don't think, to tell you the truth, I think the game is going to be a lot closer than that. I think that uh, that uh, they're still going to win, but I think that it's, you know, theoretically, maybe by three or four points. So I'm taking the Lions getting eight and a half points. Good for you. Uh you know, it's funny. I looked at this, putting this together yesterday, and the only uh, NFC Norris team you don't you don't have there is the Bears. You the got Bears. The, the Bears. You got the whole rest of the division there, as you can see on the color coded chart that we mm-hmm. put up each week. Mm-hmm. The Washington Football Team and three points visit the San Francisco 49ers this week. 
San Francisco hasn't been that good. Washington's showing signs of life. I like I like the the who are we's on the road getting three points. John. So it looks like I, I forgot all about that I did this pick, but uh, apparently the Arizona Cardinals are coming into MetLife Stadium or whatever it's called to it's, it's uh, MetLife to uh, face the Giants. Cardinals are two and a half point favorites. I thought they'd back there. I thought they'd win by at least a field goal. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Cardinals, uh, giving up two and a half points. Now, incidentally. I made this pick before I knew you were going with it. Uh, it's one I'm very confident about. I am taking that game, but going the opposite way. I'm taking the Giants at home, getting two and a half points, because they've been playing better. I, I dare say well. I won't say they're playing well, but they're playing better. And Arizona's very hit and miss this year. Very hit and miss. I've watched them a bunch of times. The Dolphins played them this year. Uh, they've had both the... the NFC West has had uh, both the AFC East and the NFC East this year, so it's been interesting scheduling-wise. And now we come to the game of the week. I'm going to file a formal protest on this game. All right, before you do, let me... So, what we're doing here, this, this game, instead of putting it into the regular mix... The, uh, the the competition committee decided each of us would take who we would be picking in the game. And the worst that can happen is John can win a point here. I don't know what he's about to complain about, but go ahead, John. We're talking about Kansas City visiting the Dolphins today. Okay. Had I had my druthers, if I were to, you know, with a gun to my head, had to pick this game, I would have picked the Dolphins. That's right. Getting seven points. I don't think. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I don't think they're going to win by seven points. Well, the Chiefs are your team. I know the Chiefs are my my. Well, my and you have no loyalty. See, I always go with my Dolphins. I understand that, but I also, in, in essence, I still want to get points. Well, you might, or you might not, or I might not. Yeah, so. Strategically, I definitely wouldn't have picked the game with the spread. I personally think that the Chiefs will win, but I think if, if I, when I was doing my figuring, my calculating, I've thought it would be closer to a four-point game. All right, but, I'll, t- I'll tell you what we're going to do here. I'll tell you what we're going to do. If Kansas City covers, I just got off the phone with the competition committee. If Kansas City covers and you win this game, You'll get two points. So you got two points on the line without giving up the extra seven points. Yeah, I can reel them in. Because this this pick was thrust upon you. So yes, yes, it was. So you're looking at two points here if you win. How about that? All right. Hey, I think that is plenty fair. So, to recap, for week 14, and boy, oh boy, we're getting down to the nitty and the gritty, aren't we? Where do these seasons go? It always seems like, all right, it's week one, everybody's fresh and new. Who's this guy? Who's that guy? Next thing you know, holy crap, it's playoffs. 
Moving down the line, uh, John Shannon is taking his Minnesota Twins, Vikings, whoever they are. <laughs> they visit Tampa, and John's getting six and a half points with his Vikings. Continuing the tour through the NFC Norris division, Green Bay visits Detroit. John takes the Tigers. The Tigers, listen to me. I didn't even intend that one. Gets the Lions getting eight and a half at home. Arizona visits the New York Giants, the New York football Giants. Uh, they're giving up two and a half points, and John likes that. He likes the Cardinals giving up two and a half points at MetLife Stadium. Uh, I've got Indianapolis visiting the Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders, getting three points in Las Vegas. The Washington football team has sparked my interest this week. They're visiting San Francisco. I'm taking three points with those uh, uh, with the road dog. Once again, Arizona still visiting MetLife Stadium against the New York Football Giants. Only I'm taking the other side. I'm taking the Gents plus two and a half at home. And then finally, the Kansas City Chefs, great googly moogly. If you don't know that reference, you're not a football fan. The Chefs visit Hard Rock Stadium. As the Miami Dolphins are going to put maybe not a whooping on them. But the Chiefs are going to leave that stadium and fly, as they're flying out of Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood International Airport. They're going to be saying, what just happened to us? Kansas City is a seven-point favorite. John's got them, giving up seven points. I've got them, getting seven points. I've got the Dolphins getting seven points. John will earn an extra bonus point if his chefs cover. So he's got two points on the line. John theoretically can pick up five points big points today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, that concludes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. John, tell the people uh, what we think. What, what do we think about uh, betting using our picks? What should people do or not do? All I can say is if you're taking our picks here to play with actual money and my Minnesota friends are driving down to Iowa there to make uh, uh, sportsbook bets. Bring your bucket of tears is all I can say. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes John and Ed versus the spread. Good night and good luck. You'll need it. <laughs> well, that didn't work out horribly for you now, did it? Hey. You big crybaby. Well, I tell you. I tell you, it worked. It, it 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 worked just like a charm. That wine and baby stuff. No, fair is fair. You reeled in, reeled in. See, you try to do something nice, and people just just they just can't be gracious. You don't understand the point of being gracious, do you? I don't. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I I, I offered well, you. Have a, we been doing this show? I I have no earthly idea. I've given up. We. Nearly four years we've been doing four this. Years. Four years? Nearly. Nearly four years. And you haven't figured out that I am a grade A fresh off the fresh out of the rooster's ass, grade A asshole. By the way, how do you like my hat? I think it's I think it's sharp. Okay. Let me I see you sharp. I let think me, I, I let think me see yours. I, 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 I'm wondering if you're sending it to the wrong zip code or you're still sending it to 55118. Uh, I, I'm beginning to think it's, you know. What's that address you, you, what's that address you had in Vegas? Cup. 
We don't get the sippy cup. I can't the speak to that. The the, uh, the hats. Jesus, Athens almost got his in in Australia for crying out loud. <laughs> it's they're just something that smells to high heaven here. As of Friday, it's in transit, arriving late. What can I tell you? What yeah, can I, what can I say? You know, it's uh, I, I'm looking at the tracker here, and uh, well, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna call them up and tell them there was some much needed medical equipment in there or something like that. And uh, you do that. <laughs> No, I'm not even that big of an asshole. Well, don't don't sell yourself short, Skippy. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you're listening to this on Memorex, you can still use the uh, still call that number if you want to leave a voice message. Send a text to that number. You can tweet us at Taxi Stand Hour. You cannot. Yeah, well, last I thought, last I heard, you could. Uh, you cannot, you you lying sack of beans, you. Well, I I, I try hard. You I do. Really do. You do, and we appreciate that. We certainly do appreciate it. So, uh, hmm. uh, but anyway, I so want to. Hell, else we got here uh, well, going on? We got any any other goodies here? Well, just for a moment, I want to put the card up there. The, oh, look at Excuse that. Me. Look at us behind that. I didn't realize I had it that. Uh, if you're watching on the video, this is this is the page you'll see. Not with us behind it, but. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> I made that a little too transparent. But go to the website, RadioTFI.com, and uh, everything you need to know to get yourself a hat is right there. Uh, that's, a, that's an actual photograph of the hat I am wearing right now. That's for real what it looks like. It's a horrible picture, but a good-looking hat. We'd love to send them out because I'm sure they'll get to anywhere else on the planet before it gets to Egan, Minnesota. Yeah, if you're from Minnesota, forget about it. You'd have, better, you'd, you'd have better luck. If you're in Minnesota, you'd have better luck walking to Queens, New York, walking to the Radio TFI Executive Tower Going up to the 324th floor. 322. Oh, excuse they're, me. They're cleaning up there Going today. Up there. Going up there and jumping off the tower and land coming back to get that hat. And grabbing it off the flagpole that's on 200. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man. I was... I know. I was... I was Stoked! I was stoked. I wanted that thing so damn. I'm I'm so pissed off right now. I want to go get a mask and with like silver marker, right? Taxi stand hour on it or I, something like that. I I was so looking forward to uh, to both of us having our hats today. I really mm -hmm. and truly was, and I got it out as soon as I could. And uh, you know, no, I trust me. The uh, the address is correct. You're still on Braddock Terrace, correct? Not Terrace. There, you give them the wrong damn it. That's what the problem is. It's Braddock Trail. Trail? Yes. Hmm. No kidding. To my, to my knowledge, there is no Braddock Terrace. Anymore. Well, well, then we got an interesting situation now, don't we? Mm hmm. Hmm. Well. well. Now, now we know. Oh, oh I got it as Terrace. Oh, that's. 
Yeah, but the post people should know this. They should know. Well, I mean, you think you think with a zip code, you think that. Uh, wow, I. I'd be able to figure it out. But I've mailed other things to you that got there. Have you always used Terrace? Yes, the uh, microphone you're speaking into right now. I sent to oh, Terrace. Okay. Huh. Well, then maybe not. Who knows? Hey, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the uh, award for Person of the Year there from uh, Time Magazine. I would love to. I would love so, to. So, as I understand it, there the fine the four finalists we had were uh, Joe Biden. They didn't they didn't mention at the time mention Kamala Harris. But I they believe did they did. Them. Did they? I believe they did. Uh, they had Donald Trump. They had the uh, Black Lives uh, Movement. Uh, specifically, actually, they mentioned uh, George Floyd by name in that at the time. Right. And then they had the um, the frontline workers, Dr. Fauci and the frontline right. workers. Right. So, in the end, in the end, they wound up going with uh, with uh, Biden and Harris. Now, before we go any further just to clear something up that people may or may not be aware of. A, this used to be the Man of the Year Award. It is now mm. Person of the Year. It has never been about who was the nicest guy. It's about who had the biggest impact on the right. world or in mm -hmm. the news, etc., etc. It has nothing mm -hmm. to do with nice or not nice. And that's a lot of people think it's a, it's a good guy award. It's not. It's not anywhere close to that. Uh, well, go ahead. anybody that thinks that Trump, uh, you know, questions why uh, they nominated Trump, which, as I understand, did he not win that award once? Yeah, in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Well, you know, don't get your don't get yourself too riled up about a Hitler one. Uh, I was just gonna say. So is Stalin. Yes, <laughs> there you go. But Trump, Trump's got himself on the cover of Time Magazine, hanging up at one of his golf clubs. It's a fake cover, but he's <laughs> he's got it there, purporting. Uh, oh, by the way, our uh, opposition reporter has has uh, something on the uh, Time cover, which we'll get to once we're done talking about it. But Brent has okay. a, has has some points that he'd like to get across. Uh, well, I personally, I'm glad, back. I'm glad he's back with us here. Yeah, he is. He's he's been taking care of some business. It's. Uh, I understand. You know, he's got his so, emotional support beer, and he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> if I had a pick in that, if I had a, a a dog in that race, I would have went with Dr. Fauci and the frontline workers personally. I would have gone with the guy who has not delivered your hat yet. Yeah, right. Well, I don't think he was. Uh... <laughs> I I will say this. I, I'm not so sure. I, I'll tell you who I wouldn't have picked. I would not have picked Biden Harris out of the four. Yeah. Out of the four there. I agree. I think that's a poor choice. Now, everybody just hold on to your head. Yeah, I don't really see. You know, look. The ham sandwich would have been voted in, would have gotten the same number of votes. Don't and we've mm -hmm. talked about this before. I like Biden. I like I like them both, you know. But again, it's okay. That's who was putting it, it, it up to run. 
Mm-hmm. As long as your name was not Trump, then you got my vote. Exactly. So anyway, uh, I don't think Trump would have been... I, I think that would have been a good choice based on the based on the criteria that's who's right. impacting the world. And Lord Almighty, he had an impact on the world. Now, granted, he would take it as, oh, they love me, they love me, they love me. That's reason enough not to give it to him. Uh, mm-hmm. But the frontline workers, the Black Lives Movement, both excellent choices, in, in my opinion. And, I, and yes. I, I would I would rank those two tied for first. Trump is third, mm-hmm. and uh, Biden and Harris at a distant fourth. Yeah, I I, I and we didn't have any uh, uh, pre-production meeting about that, let let alone anything else we are we ever do here. But uh, no, I I totally agree. I I had uh, the BLM uh, movement a very very close second. I I do think that. Uh, Distinctively, I, I think that uh, Fauci and the uh, frontline workers—they—they've uh, had the biggest impact, uh, in at least in this country. Um, but yeah, BLM definitely a close second. Um, right. I I probably would have picked Biden and Harris third only because I. Hate, uh, I hate Trump that much that uh, right, but again, you're missing the point of what it means. Even, but even when he's due kudos, I it's just not kudos. Once again, it's not kudos. It is not you did a good job. It's you made the news a lot. You had a giant impact, positive yeah. or negative. In his case, negative. It's not a pat on the back. It's not an attaboy. He would have taken it that way. But that aside, his his tiny little opinion notwithstanding, I think he certainly was in the running. There was no question about it. Again, based on the criteria. It's not a popularity contest. We already mm-hmm. ha- we had one of those, and he lost that one, too. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Well, Trump got more votes than, than any sitting president. Yeah, but Biden got more. <laughs> so did Biden. And plus... Plus seven million. So, you know, you and I, you and I have never have never really talked about this. But what do you think? What do you think drew so many more votes for seven million, or is it now eight million? I forget. It could, it could be eight million. The last the last number I saw a few days ago, Biden was uh, just creeping up on eighty two million votes, uh, an outstanding number. I think people f- have woken up about Donald Trump. They look, they wanted a change. They they bought into the whole I'm a businessman. Uh, I'm not going to be uh, caught in the swamp, blah, blah. You know, look, he's had four. When he ran in 2016, nobody expected anything. And, and people really didn't understand what he was about. Save mm-hmm. for like the Northeast and all that. Now they've had four years to watch him in action. Now, your proud boys, all those people, all those mouth breeders, all they see is a guy who, do, who a white guy who doesn't like people who aren't white. And that's good enough for them. All right? Mm-hmm. They buy into, they still buy into the, he's one of us. He is nothing close to you. Except that you scare, share a skin tone. 
And that's questionable too, depending on the, the day of the week. And because again, keep in mind the Democrats lost ground. So the, uh, the, uh, the under ticket, the, uh, the local state and local races, Republicans picked up some ground. Well, maybe not the, uh, the Senate where they lost some seats there and were obviously January 5th, go out and vote in Georgia, write in Donald Trump. If you're not going to vote for Ossoff and, uh, the Reverend, but I think enough people have seen the light. Plus there were more people voting. Now you had a lot of high school kids, a lot of people who were 17 years old in 2016. We're now mm-hmm. finally able to vote. I fall into that. I fell into that category back in 1976. I was 17. I couldn't vote again until the until the following presidential election. I mean, for president. So you had a lot of 21 year olds this time, who had been chomping at the bit to vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a lot of people who came of age. They were 14, 15 years old when Trump took office. You had a whole high school graduating class. Hundred thousands, millions of people, young ones. And for the most part, they're going to go, you know, they've seen what's been going on. They get involved in, in the uh, protest and, and all that. Uh, a lot of them are very socially aware. Others are just sitting in their car smoking a joint, you know. Uh, but, but you had... Uh, plus, there was a big push to get voters out. And even the Republicans got more people out. There, there's no question about that. Uh, the Democrats just did a better job of it nationally. And Trump just kept putting his foot in his mouth, putting his foot in his mouth. People are tired of, you know, the lying, the cheating, the stealing, the thieving, blah, 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 blah. COVID. COVID didn't help. Now, I grant you, if we didn't have COVID, I think Trump would have been... I think he would have been reelected. You think so? I do. I do. Hmm. I do. Because a lot of people lost family, friends. Mm-hmm. Everybody's upset about the way it was handled. And again, there's 70 million people who think it was handled fine. Still don't want to wear a mask. I'm no, we're not going to get into that debate right now. No. But how much do you think? Uh, how much do you think the uh, uh, the choice of Kamala Harris had anything to do with it? I think it 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 had some. I think uh, well, first off, Biden had said right from the start uh, his VP pick was going to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really wish they'd stop playing down her her quote unquote blackness. Just let her be. Let her do her job and that's it i'm tired of hearing about it she's she's mm-hmm. got elected okay kamala show me something i'm not a big fan not a big fan and again ham sandwich would would have been my choice with or without cheese and uh remember her her brother-in-law is the attorney for uber so that was a tough belt as well oh yeah tony west tony west yeah we can talk about that. Let me let me get to uh, to Brent here because it's. Uh, let's hear his take on the person of time, person of the year. This is Patriot Radio. Stop by the website. Don't forget double Patriot points on all purchases this week. Time Magazine's so-called person of the year. 
No surprise the liberal rag chose Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. That, that, that's what I was saying earlier, Tony. That, that's two people. That's two people. Who do they got counting people down there? Dominion? Some of these ballot counters we had in the last election? Who even reads this garbage anymore? I can't tell you the last time I even touched a magazine. Probably when I shot my AR-15, but yeah, I've seen time laying around, you know, maybe you're in the waiting room of the low T-Center and you look down on the coffee table and you you think, they, they still print these with everything being digital nowadays? That You know, you I guess you can't line a birdcage with an iPad, so you have to print Time Magazine. You know, these birds have to fit somewhere. Who else has been on this list? Let's see right here, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook. I'll probably get thrown in Facebook jail just for talking about him. Uh, Jeff Bozos from Amazon. Uh, Ted Turner must have been when he started WCW because he's not done anything else worth a damn. Look right here. It makes total sense why Biden won. Stalin on the cover of Time Magazine. Hitler on the cover of Time Magazine. And now 2020. Joseph Biden. You know, I, I guess all you have to do nowadays to win Time's Person of the Year is be a dictator. Well, I guess you're in good company, Joe. 2012, Barack Hussein Obama. Yet another dictator. 2013, the Catholic dictator himself, Pope Francis. 2014, they said, let's mix it up a little bit. Let's put the Ebola fighters on the cover. Let's put the hoaxers on the cover. 2015, Angela Merkel. Yet another German dictator. 2016. 2017. Coming up in the 6 o'clock hour, are you tired of not paying $40 for bath towels? Well, I've got your fix. It's my pillow's Mike Lindell. Patriot Radio. We'll be right back. <laughs> he started his own radio station. It's, it, it's, it's all the rage. It, it is all the rage. But uh, So there, there's our... There's a piece of work there himself there, Mike Lindell. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I, I am so... I want to be embarrassed for the guy, but he knows what he's doing. I'm embarrassed he's from Minnesota. Well, you should be. I think. And that's... by the way, just, just for something me out of nowhere else, his product, MyPillow, mm -hmm. they suck. Have you tried one? I have actually tried one. And after a while, they get all like lumpy. It's like laying on stale cottage cheese type, you know? You mean like every other pillow on the planet? No, 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 no. These regular, you get regular pillows. I've got a couple different types of pillows with different, um, you know, gone are the days of the feather pillows. You know, oh, oh, no good for me. I'm allergic right. to I'm allergic to bird feathers. Are you, are you really? Huh. I am. When I when I moved to Lauderdale and I was renting a room, and oh my God, for the first couple of weeks I'd wake up in the middle of the night, I couldn't breathe, I was all stopped up and so I was talking to my mother at one point and I was telling her this. She says and of course moms know. She says, What kind of pillow are you sleeping on? I said, What do you mean? She said, Is it a feather pillow? I said, I think so. She says, you're allergic to feathers. So I, we swapped out the pillow, and I've been sleeping beautifully for 35 years. Ah, I know but, what to buy you for next, uh, for next Christmas. <laughs> this was an actual old-style feather pillow. I mean, it was just filled 
I was just gonna buy. I was just gonna buy a parakeet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just duct tape one to my nostrils, and that'll. Uh, there you go. There's two things yeah. I'm allergic to: feathers, and believe it or not, ivory soap. Hmm. I break out in a rash every time. Anytime I've ever used ivory, and dryer sheets. Dryer sheets, no good. Not from, not from me. When I when I have my laundry done, I have to spe- specify no dryer sheets, no dryer sheets. But anyway, mm. uh, where were we? Where were we? Well, let's see. We were oh, my talking pillow. about my pillow. My pillow. Yes, I know they they really do suck. They're not okay. uh, they're not comfortable at all. Um, and he has now now he has been a success story. We'll give I'll give him his credit. He used to be a Drug addict. Uh, crackhead. Yeah, drug addict. I don't, I don't know what his drug of choice was. I heard crack. But uh, he, he has managed to turn his life around, and I'm and I'm happy for him. But, you know, the thing is, is he's the type of guy, in my opinion, who, you know, he turns his life around, and that's great. But then he forgets about everybody else. He forgets where he came from type mm. guy. And that, that, that I have no time for people like that. Well, you, you clear know. you clearly know more about them than I do. I uh, you know, I mean, I remember seeing the My Pillow commercials. Okay, and now now he's you know, he's an appendage on Trump's ass now. Uh, and that's I forgot we're here in Minnesota, from what I understand. Yeah, I can really see that. You know, because he, he's a babbling fool. From what I've seen, I've seen him be interviewed. Yeah. He's a babbling fool. Who uh, I'd put Gil Christ up against him. I'd put <laughs> solid money on Gil in that race. There's no question about it. And uh, and Gil Christ is a fictional character, and I still think he would win. But, so we have... go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, by all means, you go ahead. Oh, okay. I was going to move on. I guess I'm sorry. Well, let's move on then. Uh, uh, any word on the on the uh, Bill Barr watch yet? Bill Barr's been keeping very very quiet. Uh, he uh, uh, Fox. Oh, you know what? While we're here, while we're speaking of Bill Barr, I mean the uh, the nitwits at Fox are coming after him. The uh, I don't know if I played Judge Janine. Last week, but uh, oh, speaking of speaking of, let's uh, now here's a guy uh, only because I just stumbled across it. I don't have the video racked up. I'm going to play it straight off of uh, Twitter. Alex Jones, one of our favorite nitwits on the planet. Now, let me play this. He was speaking at that nitwit March for Trump thing yesterday. Let me play this. And uh, and we'll talk about it on the other side. We'll never back down to the satanic, pedophile, global, new world order. And their walking dead, reanimated corpse, Joe Biden. I'm sorry, the the volume's not... ...recognize him. President Trump had zero connection to Russians. I'm sorry, the audio's not... Okay. 
But let me. It's probably uh, good enough because. Well, here, here's what happened. Basically, what what uh, Alex Jones did at the end of it all, he says Joe Biden is a globalist, and Joe Biden will be removed one way or another. Now that sounds to me like a threat on the president-elect. Bearing in mind what they put Kathy Griffin through when she took that picture of the fake Trump head, the bloodied up Trump mm-hmm. head, she's still dealing with that. And yet Alex Jones is going to uh, so I'm not clearly I'm not let me see if I can play this. Was the ultimate do nothing deep. Can you hear that? Yeah. Okay, let's play Judge Janine. But we now know Bill Barr was the ultimate do-nothing deep stater there to defend the status quo. Actually, I believe we played that last week, but it, it bears repeating because this is how fast they turn on them. Mm-hmm. Everybody who thought Trump was their boy and Trump would ha- keep an eye out for them, he's turning on everyone. This has been predicted and called from day one. Nobody is safe. Bill Barr has embarrassed himself on the world stage for Donald Trump, acting as his personal attorney, which he's not. He's the uh, U.S. Attorney General. He's there for us, not Trump. And uh, and he's getting thrown under the bus. So mm-hmm. I, I've said it before. I, I've said it over the years. Trump will eventually eat everybody. He will toss everybody under the bus, including Ivanka. She'll be last, but he will he will sacrifice her ass to save his. I promise. Oh, I promise you. Uh, Oh, that was nice. John was coughing while I was drinking. Ah, dead air. <laughs> Big time. Well, I'm, not watching, I'm not watching the video stream right at the moment because I'm uh, looking forward to move on to next year. Big time uh, professional radio. I tell you, you what. You know yeah. it, brother. You know it. Only here. So, did you hear something a little something a little different here? Did you... Uh, see the story that uh, Andrew Yang is telling uh, New York City leaders he intends to run for mayor? Good. No. I hadn't heard that. Well, let's see. Let's see if I can pull something out of this here. Uh, former uh, uh, 2020 Democratic candidate uh, Andrew Yang is telling New York City leaders he intends to run for mayor of the city, according to a report in the New York Times. The entrepreneur is reportedly expected to announce his bid next week, according to the newspaper. He would be the second Asian-American candidate to run for mayor in the U.S.'s largest city. Yang has met with New York City Council Speaker Corey Johnson, the Times reports, and a spokesman for Reverend L. Sharpton, Uh, told the newspaper that Yang plans to meet with him next week. So there you go. Hey, maybe New Yorkers will get a, what is it, $1,000 a month. Hey, I'm there. I'm there. (laughs) Um, I I, I have, I don't have a dog in the fight currently. I listen to people go on and on about Mayor de Blasio, and uh, I say the same thing. I had nothing to do with that. I don't, I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote against him. Uh, now, Ron DeSantis in Florida, I voted against him, but uh, 
Oh, speaking of New York City politics, I just want to bring up a couple of weeks ago, John and I expressed our disappointment at a former friend of the show who blocked us all. I'm, I'm happy to say we have been unblocked and... And I actually got one of my tweets liked by this person. So we're very happy about that. We're, we're, we're glad we're, we're back in the same room. And, uh, and come and get your free hat. Cut us, cut us a station ID. You know who you are. And uh, get your free hat. And we'll, we'll, yeah. just, we'll just leave it at that. Um, well, and- I, 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 I want to I quote uh, Tonto there talking to the long ranger, Lone Ranger when it comes to him. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you mean, we, white man? <laughs> what, do you got a mouse in your pocket? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Well, I. How about that? I. I'm, I'm quite... Uh, what time? Look at that. Look at that. We almost completed another show. Almost. We still got... We got a couple more things here that we can... Uh, I'm just saying. I just glanced at the clock and I said, oh my goodness. I know. The time has been flying. Yes, yes. Um, what else would you like to talk about, Skippy? Well, I want to look at this, and I, I don't want to talk about it this week, but there is something uh, uh, for next week, possibly. There is a, a industry story here, uh, New York, uh, which the headline reads, New York City uh, Drivers Cooperative aims to smash Uber's uh, exploitive um, model. And so I want to look into this a little bit more. You know, I saved it in the pocket, but it was one of those that, well, okay, there were other things going on at the time. Right. I, um, I've got a number of industry-type stories that I put aside, but again, there was other things going on this week. So Yeah, I, so uh, remind me here, let's let's try to focus a little bit more on, uh, on that here next week, unless something else... Uh, well, next week is the big Christmas spectacular. Oh, bah humbug. Original songs, dance numbers. It's, uh, don't forget to be uh, a rehearsal. Yeah, okay. We got we to gotta get the fitting for your elf outfit. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. What? So, uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, of course. Oh, well, here, let's do this one. This one's kind of funny. We've talked enough Trump to last for God knows how long. For a week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Apparently, China has developed a flamethrower drone. (laughs) Yes, I saw that. (laughs) I want one. I want one. Hey, yeah, I I could see buying one of those. So they're using it, I guess, to incinerate wasps' nests. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, sure, sure, wasps' nests. Yeah, hives, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. <laughs> what could possibly, what, first off, I don't trust, <laughs> I don't trust the idea of having drones flying in our skies here. To be, you know, they're neat, neat little toys, yada, yada, yada. Especially one that's armed. I, I, yeah, especially one that's armed with a flamethrower. No, 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 no. This is, go ahead. That neighbor on the fifth floor, you live on oh. the fourth floor, and they've been making all that noise? Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I want one. I want one what now. 
What could possibly go wrong with something like this? Seems like a good plan. There's, look, I didn't read the story. I'm sure it's not meant for, you know, general consumption. I, I mean, I, I imagine it's like a, an industry thing for exterminators and pest control and all. You know, I don't think you'll be seeing them at the local Target anytime soon. It's- I didn't think you could find drones at your local Target two, three years sure, ago. Sure. Well, remember, there's drones, the little, you know, the, the ones that people play with. And then there's the stuff. Look, uh, the kind of drones that are used in this kind of application, these are big, big some bitches. okay? And they this cost some money. Big as a helicopter. Eh, maybe, yeah, you know, it, this is not your, your $49.99 batteries not included drone. Mm-hmm. This is it, but it is a cool idea—the flamethrowing drone. You got to admit, yes, chaos, chaos abounds here. There's nothing, oh. there's nothing be- good that's going to come out of this, except, especially if you're a wasp or a bee. Well, I'm, I'm think I'm looking at this thinking, okay, even if you're using it for its intended purpose. Okay, you just, I'm I'm looking at the picture here where this uh, drone, this Uh flamethrower, has completely got this wasp nest torched. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Go ahead. I know where you're going. How long before the rest of that tree goes up? Yeah, Yeah, not long, I hope. Oh, good Lord, man. (laughs) Burn, baby. I'm seriously, that rest of that tree is probably going, (laughs) I think you don't see that. It's toast, baby. It's toast. Oh <laughs> man, oh man, I just I don't think whoever designed that was was thinking to uh, Oh, I think to, they well, were. Maybe. I think they were. They so, know they know exactly what they were th- doing at the time. <laughs> and so last but not least, I'll give you this here to uh to end our uh our little journey, our little foray into uh radio excellence this week i want to give my i want to give a a hats off and a kick in the pants to vanderbilt kicker sarah fuller yeah baby victory again on saturday when she kicked an extra point in the first half of the commodores game against tennessee making her the first woman to score points in a power five college football game now i'm not sure what power five uh what that means, but uh, she's also a starting goalkeeper for the uh, Commodores SEC Championship Women's Soccer Team. You go, girl. Oh, hey, congratulations. But she's a goalkeeper. Wait a minute. She's a goalkeeper in soccer, so which tells me she doesn't kick the ball all that often. She does. She kicks it long ways. Oh. Anyways, congratulations to her. That's the end of it for this uh, particular week. So for my good friend, my bestest buddy, Mr. Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya!
listening. Oh, I heard every word you said, honey. Yes. Yes, dear. Oh, I agree. You're right. Yeah, you're always right, baby.